Welcome to another episode of We Podcast and We Know Things. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me is the best damn voice in the business, Sam Matoro. Hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> it's eight in the morning. That woke me up. I'll tell you. Uh, so we are recording on Saturday, November fifth. It is episode fifteen. I think, I hope and pray. We got it. It's episode 15 of We Podcast and We Know Things. Not 13, not 14, not 16. We got it right this week. We're bringing to you the first, last, and only episode 15 of We Podcast and We Know Things. We have a jam-packed show for you, but before we get into it, because if you didn't know, we're your one-stop shop for everything video games, movies, music, and uh, film. And by film, I mean TV. I finally got... So I, I've said a couple times in the show before that I'm going to be going to beautiful Herndon, Virginia in the middle of January Oh Jesus. <laughs> with uh, a coworker that I've never even hung out with once outside of work. What, nope. what could go wrong? Zero times. <laughs> um, but I've said a bunch of times that I'm excited. We're going to uh, Herndon, Virginia to go to Awesome Games Done Quick 2017, which is a speed running marathon, seven days nonstop uh, speed running marathon at, at they do it twice a year. They do awesome games done quick in January and summer games done quick in July. And they raise money for the charities. Um, it's either Doctors Without Borders or the Prevent Cancer Foundation. Huge, huge supporter of both of those. But the reason I bring this up again is they finally released the schedule. So as our open, before we plug the show and talk about our loot crate, I just wanted to bring some attention to the schedule because, Sam, I recently asked you to watch oh my god okay i suggest if anyone thinks that they're good at video games watch some of these videos because it is absolutely insane and it's you're i mean you're not wrong uh, i sent him seven or eight i forget of my favorite speed runs of all time and if you don't know what a speed run is it's basically when a a gamer uh just a person Go and they basically deconstruct a video game and they play it as fast as humanly possible. There's a bunch of stipulations added to the runs. Could be any percent where, let's say you're at Super Mario Brothers 1. We'll take the most original and, and probably most popular spe- uh, speed run, speed ran game, or maybe even the first speed run game. Who knows? Um, and you got eight stages, but you know that in that game you can do warps. So at the end of uh, at one two, you can go over the pipe, and you got the other warp pipes that you can go right to world four or seven. I forget, but you can warp in that. So with any percent, that basically means that you're allowed to warp. You can do whatever you want as long as you beat the game. You can do glitches. You can do whatever you need to do as long as you finish the game. A hundred percent. Let's say the stipulation is you can't warp. You got to do every single level of every single world. That's awesome. Now, those obviously take longer, but that's the my favorite category because I like to see somebody just naturally play it. Then you have any percent glitchless and a whole bunch of other stipulations. Uh, I've seen Super Mario World, but no cape. I've seen Super Mario World Zero exit. I've seen Super Mario World 96 exit. I've seen Super Mario 64 120 star, which is probably the thing that got me into speed running was that. But there's a whole bunch of stipulations. So Sam is 100% right. If you haven't heard of speed running or if you've never seen a video or if you just want to see somebody perfect the art of the video game, watch any speed run. Just go to AGD. Literally any. Yeah. Just go on YouTube. Uh, games Done Quick is the name of the channel. They upload everything from every awesome uh, Games Done Quick and Summer Games Done Quick. And just pick one, right? It could be Sonic, it could be Mario, it could be Zelda, it could be Mega Man, it could be Pokemon. They speed run Pokemon games. The one board I watched of Mario, this guy, I think he only touched the floor when he started, and I don't think he hit the floor since. 
So Sam is referring to Dram 55's uh, run a few years ago of, of Kaizo Mario, uh, the original Kaizo Mario on the, the Super Mario World hack on a Super NES. And that is a crazy game to run, but what a fantastic run from Dram. I mean, I could have played 24 hours straight yeah. and on a million-dollar bet. I couldn't have done it. I would have broke every paddle. The system would have been broken. It would have been a mess. So the, the schedule's been released, and that's like the most exciting time because obviously you know, hey, this is what I get to watch, and this is when I get to watch it. So we're going. It starts Sunday, January 8th, and runs through that entire week, ending the following Sunday. Um, we are going to go, my buddy and I are going to go Wednesday and come home Sunday. So we're going to see the second half of it. Um, the schedule released, and the first thing I did was Book look at your hotel and was, Motel 6. <laughs> was look at the games that I'm not going to see. I guess that's kind of smart. I, I, I just wanted to get it out of the way, and I'm already depressed. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. On the first day, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, Borderlands 2, one of my favorite games ever, Psychonauts, Shovel Knight, Mega Man. Is that, no, that's when you're driving up? No, that's Sunday. Before we even oh, go, dude. Super Mario Kart. I'm gonna miss all of these, and that's in a row, by the way. Why would they save all the best games? Well, maybe to get people hyped right in the beginning. Sunday? Well, right in the beginning, it's the first day, oh, so they're getting people hyped. Gotcha. This is the first day of it, January 8th. Devil May Cry. Devil May Cry at 11:16 p.m. Nor- new game, normal mode, hour and five minutes. Which seems impossible to me because that's the hardest one of the of the game series. And I'm excited. I've never seen a Devil May Cry speedrun. Honestly, so. I have. I'll, I'm going to have to see this because you say an hour, what six minutes? I, hour and five minutes. To yeah. me, that's and they'll come under that usually. Like I nine times out of ten, they I come can't under even that. Picture how the hell they did it. Just yeah. Moondis alone is like insane. So what? What if you? You know, what I'm going to have to do now? That's my. You know, I'm, I'm going to be a little busy that weekend. Um, that's my fiance's birthday weekend, so that's exciting. Um, but. Wait, you're, you're, you're missing her birthday weekend? No, oh. I'm not leaving till oh, Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay. Right, right, right. So I won't be able to watch these runs live, but just like the people like me who, who haven't gone before, if you're not going this year, you can definitely tune in. So twitch.tv, the biggest, obviously, gaming and streaming website in the world, hosts the event for free. You can go right on twitch.tv. It's usually featured right on the front page. So Sunday around noon, um, Sunday, January 8th at 12 o'clock. They'll start with Ape Escape 2. Um, go on twitch.tv. It's free. You can check it out. So that's what I'm going to have to do um, for for the first few days. And I'll catch all those runs, but I'll catch them. I won't catch them in person. But when I get there, it's going to be this feeling of, because it's in a giant conference center in a hotel. Surrounded by nerds. Surrounded <laughs> by nerds. I will probably be, sadly, the coolest kid in there, <laughs> which I could have never said about anything else in my life. Um, but I'm really excited to be there. I'm going to walk in and it's going to be oh, no, well, giant what, projectors everywhere. And how much were the tickets for this? So registration's 50 bucks for the whole event. All right. That's not bad. For the that's whole week. Bad. That's not bad. Seven days, 50 bucks. That's crazy. And you said this all supports charities. It's a hundred percent. Yeah. It goes to charities, doctors without borders and prevent cancer. They've raised $1.2 million on average per event. Wow, that's impressive. that's how popular this actually is. Keep there's, it up, nerds. There's a huge community behind speedrunning, and I just so happen it's one of my passions. Uh, I just so happened to to get into that scene a few years ago by watching Dram's run um, and by watching Siglemic's run of Super Mario 64 120 Star, and that's really kind of opened me up to speedrunning, and I'm like obsessed with it. And I can sit there for for 30 minutes and watch a run of let's say Sonic 2. And I'm sitting there like just mesmerized at how precise all these movements are. Now, can you compete with any game or any board of anyone, even if it's just one? 
Because I know it, it's it, it's insane. Well, so basically, there's websites all over the all over the place that kind of there's communities for that and that track it like. Uh, Super Mario Maker. So that's not a game you can technically speedrun beginning to end because it doesn't have a beginning or an end. It's all user-created content. So the past few years, they're not doing it when I'm there, unfortunately. But the past few years, they've done races where they'll get the hardest levels. Some people will build the hardest levels they possibly can, and they'll get a bunch of people to race them blind without seeing them before and how long we can do that in. And it's fantastic to watch. But um, there is, I believe it's called... Makersofmario.com, I believe, and that's the website for the speedrun community of that game. So oh, they, they post up the board, and stuff. right? They do all that stuff. So they post uh, level IDs, they post times, they post world records. So it's it's basically if you want to join the community, you can just Google, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog speedrun community. It'll take you to whatever website that is, and you can kind of go in that community. Speedrunning is wide open; anybody can do it. Now, the people that are actually participating in the speedrunning are they getting paid by companies or so they? They're all Twitch streamers. Every one of them are, are streamers, so they usually do it for a living. Twitch streamers, so that's they get some kind of cut. So it's, I don't know if they get some kind of cut or not. I, I don't believe they do. Um, I think they all do it for the charity or what have you. But um, I mean, you have to go through a crazy submission process to even get your game selected and your run selected for the event. Uh, so these people are proactively sending in oh, their I'm sure times. There's thousands and thousands yeah. of people. Um, so it's. It's, I mean, there's games on, like, River City Ransom. There's The Addams Family. There's Little Samson for NES. Gremlins 2. Like, there's the, you'd never think you'd ever hear of or see these games again. And then you see them live being ripped apart by some speedrunner. It's amazing. It would make me never want to play the game again. It's just crazy to think that there is, like, a community out there of people that just sit around and they play Castlevania. And they, and that's, like, the coolest, but saddest <laughs> thing uh, in, in the world. We're going to drive there Wednesday morning. So by the time we get there, we'll probably probably arrive. I would say I'm looking through the schedule now. I'm hoping to arrive, like as oddly enough, for the Castlevania run. Um, I believe it's a race. It looks like it because there's multiple speedrunners. The race time, Castlevania, any percent, the estimated time for completion, 15 minutes. Which is insane. That's insane. <laughs> um, then you got some Mega Man blocks, then Mighty Number no. 9, Halo 2, Batman Arkham City, um, Nightmare on Elm Street, um, Wayne's World, Donkey Kong, uh, Donkey Kong 5, The Journey Over Time and Space, uh, Cheetah Men, which is going to be hilarious, Left 4 Dead, the original, one of my favorite games on the Xbox 360, a Sonic block, um, Sonic Adventure. Oh, wow. <laughs> Sonic Adventure, the game we were talking about uh, last week. Zelda Link to the Past. Uh, Paper Mario. They have a lot of good games. Yeah, I'm just going through it. There's a bunch of games I'm not super fond of, but that's usually the 4, 5 a.m. ones and 3 a.m. DuckTales is going to be fun. Does it go all day? And like- 24 hours straight, seven days. Holy there's no crap. stop. Yeah, there's no stop. Uh, Star Wars Shadow of the Empire, Super Star Wars, Return of the Jedi, Contra, Super C, Crash Bandicoot 2. Oh, wow. That's Crash awesome. Bandicoot 2, 100%, no skips. Don't say under an hour. I'll be pissed. Hour 25. I'm pissed. <laughs> hour 25. They just basically just crapped all over me. Crash Team Racing, any percent warpless, 57 Jesus. minutes. Jesus. Sly Cooper, Jackson, Jack and Daxter, Ratchet and Clank. Uh, Donkey Kong Country Trilogy, Grand Theft Auto, Vice City. You've played a Grand yeah, Theft Auto oh, game? Oh, yeah. How long would you say? I don't know. I, I want to say two hours, but... It's Hour five. Jesus, God. Super Mario 3D Land. Um, just going through some of the games again that I want. I can't, Super Mario Galaxy 2, three hours and 15 minutes. Unbelievable. Like, how do you even... 
I, I, I can't. It, it's like it's mind boggling. Yeah, the run that I'm most forward or looking forward to would be uh, at one fifty one p.m. on Saturday, so the last day. One fifty one p.m. And they had that down to the well, minute. Yeah, it's gonna. I mean. I'm sure times are going inevitably. Go over times going to go over, go shorter, and set up blocks are going to have to go longer, and there will be a malfunction somewhere. So it's a it's approximate, but uh, one fifty one Super Dram World, which is another hack of the Super Mario World game that's made super hard. Super Dram World Dram is the runner that you actually watched on your speed run. They made a whole game after him, um, and my favorite speed runner, Grand Pooh Bear, is going to be running that. So I'm super excited for that. He hit us up on Instagram when I when I shot it out to him. He replied back. Oh, so it was oh, a lot nice, of, nice. yeah, it was a lot of fun. So I'm super uh, hyped to see you that stink. run. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to end it as usual with well, they they'll do a Zelda game. They always do. So Legend of Zelda Wind Waker uh, HD in four hours. Then they do. The, the staple of the event is always Super Metroid. So Super Metroid for Super NES, they have donation incentives. So you can donate online. And that's what I've done every every tour, every uh, time I'll give 20, 50 bucks, whatever. And if you and you're allowed to type comments and they read the donations online. It kind of incentivizes you to donate. I had my donation read last summer for Donkey Kong Country. It was really fun. Um, but they have always incentives. So if like, for example, um, when you're playing Super Metroid, they at the end of the game, you can either kill the animals or save the animals. Jesus. Okay? <laughs> but if you save the animals, it takes longer. And the whole thought of a speed run is to get things done as fast as possible. So if you it's the whole thing the is, animals, so the fine. thing is kill the animals, save the frames, or save the animals and kill the frames. Um, so it's kind of this thing and every year that's the biggest incentive that everybody donates towards and everybody wants to hear the person who's reading donations say kill the animals and oh, stuff. so it's a lot of fun um but they'll do a race of that so super metroid an hour and 20 minutes uh zost ivan behemoth and wild anaconda and then they ended off with undertale which is one of the most popular games and then they'll have the finality <laughs> the finale at 128 a.m and we'll wow. probably leave right after that to come home. I'll be on my so second dream by then. <laughs> I can watch football. But that's what AGDQ is. That's what Games Done Quick is. And I just can't I'm, – I'm hyped the schedule came out. I'm excited that I'm going to get to see a lot of great games. Obviously, there's a lot of games announced that I'm not going to see. But, man, this is my first time going to a GDQ. I'm super Super excited. Oh, I, I know you're excited, but I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see you go to this. I mean, this is something that I know that I could never even imagine doing. I'm just, I'm, I just find it insane that people actually, number one, find the time to play these games all the hours that they do to get this good. I'm just excited that somebody outside of me gives a shit about oh, this. Okay, and like you. my buddy from work, like yeah. I found somebody who loves speedrunning just as much. Well, and we nerded up and said, let's do it. And I'm sure there's going to be mad people there that feel the same. Exactly. Hundreds and hundreds if, if and hundreds of people. not even more. Right. You guys. And it's going to be great. And I'm excited. You know, 250 bucks for a four-day vacation. Yeah, can't beat that. Nice, and the, nice little getaway. Right. And the hotel that we're staying at is the hotel where the games are being played. So I literally don't have to leave. Shout out to Motel 6. <laughs> we'll leave the light off for you. <laughs> But if you didn't know, again, this is We Podcast, you know, things. Uh, we bring everything in, like I said earlier, all the nerd and pop culture. But we could not do that. We could not do that. The lights could not be left on without some friends. Uh, and we're going to start off talking about our favorite friend, and that's Luke Crate. Our one friend. <laughs> our, our one and only friend besides DZ Stokes oh, out yeah. there in Alaska. 
It's it's Loot Crate. Um, Stay warm, brother. So if you didn't know Loot Crate, and if you don't know by now, why are you listening? Loot Crate is a monthly subscription box that gives you all these geeks and gamer goodies. We unbox them every month on the show. We've done the speed theme. We've done the horror theme. Well, this month's theme, November, is magical. Consult the stars and cast a spell to conjure November's theme, magical. A perfectly enchanting crate awaits. You have until 11.19 at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. It is 11.05. So you have two weeks to order Magical Crate. You can do it all for 20 bucks. What it is, is it gives you things from Marvel's Doctor Strange, which just hit theaters and we'll talk about a little later. Oh, God, yeah. Big Trouble in Little China. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Johnny Depp just signed on for the sequel and everybody's pissed. And a new trailer for Doctor Strange for that. And the movie looks awesome. And Game of Thrones. And you can't beat that. If I just get all Game of Thrones shit in my crate, I'll be really happy. Just give me a dragon, we're fine. If my shirt is game, I'll be pumped. <laughs> I don't want my shirt to be anything else. If my shirt is Big Trouble in Little China, I'm ripping it up. I, I, I don't really like Give me a Doctor Strange shirt, I'll take it. I, I would love the a Game of Thrones shirt. What if it was We Drink and We Know Things? No. What if it was the reason we got our podcast together? <laughs> that would be sick. I didn't even think of that. I would love that. Uh, but again, please go right to WePodcastAndWeKnowThings.com. The reason we say that is it's got a link right there. As soon as you go to WePodcastAndWeKnowThings.com, that's our Loot Crate link. You can click right on that link. takes you right to Loot Crate's website. You sign up, and it kicks us a little bit. The reason we say that is... Well, we want to make the show better. We want to bring our whole entire backlog of episodes into the show. We got to pay for that. We can't do that without your help. So please go to WePodcastWeKnowThings.com. Check out the Loot Crate link. Order Loot Crate through there. Go and subscribe to us on iTunes. Go and like us and follow us on Stitcher. Follow us on Instagram at We Podcast and We Know Things. Find us on Facebook. Give us a like. And finally, Twitter at We Pod and We Know. All of those things are right there at We Podcast and We Know Things.com. One stop shop. Can't get much easier than that, brother. Oh, God. That was a lot of talking. <laughs> I've literally spoken for 17 straight minutes. I'm over it. No, I chipped in a couple, a couple Th- times. This is where Sam takes over because we're going to start with TV today and we're going to get into it. One of, if not the, probably one of, the most recognizable animes in the history of anime, especially for one that came to the United States, Dragon Ball. It's one of the most historic franchises. Easily. Dra- Dragon Ball Super. Its newest iteration, the first thing in 18 years. With the original creator. With the original creator, Atori. Wait, hold on. I can do this. Atoriyama. It's something Atoriyama. It's like Akira. Akira Toriyama. Thank you. Uh, English sub announced through Funimation. Finally. And I know fans have been badgering um, the voices of... You know, Chris Farr Sabbath, who plays Vegeta, and Sean Schimmel, who plays Goku. And, like, they just pinned on their Twitter, like, guys, I don't know anything about Super Yet in English dub. As soon as I know, I promise I will tell you. Because, I mean, they get badged every day. And yesterday, Funimation finally announced, eventually, we're getting the English dubbed. Hopefully, the beginning of next year. They already announced that um, if you go to Funimation now, you can watch the first 10 episodes with English subtitles. They also have episodes 47 to 64 English subtitles, and they're still working on the episodes, the remaining episodes of 11 through 46, um, you know, for the subtitles. But me personally, I'm not going to watch it right there. I need the original OG's voices. I mean, I know our boy Machi's been watching it in Japanese. I don't know how he does it. I, I, I need you're, not a, you're not a sub? No, I mean, I just, I just need to hear the... I, sub, I mean, I, you know me. I can watch subtitles, but for DBZ... I purposely waited. I know they're on. I think episode 65 is airing like tonight of, of this uh, DBZ Super. And it, it's killing me 
that I haven't seen one episode. And you haven't had spoilers or anything? No, I told Machi, don't tell me nothing. The only thing he says is Vegeta gets his due. And, uh, and that's it. And that's Machi's fair character. I was like, oh, Jesus. Earlier I said English sub was announced. I meant this English dub was announced. Uh, my apologies. Sub and dub, my bad. Um, but I, I'm with you. I can't really do sub either. Um, it brings me back to what we were talking about a couple of weeks ago. And actually meant to tell you that you were right i we didn't even argue about it or anything but you had brought it up and i thought it was later but it uh the attack on titan live action movies did get released in america like that week that we talked about it in english so english dub i still gotta buy it i'm still i don't, I don't have it either i don't have it either i so. mean see i can like movies like that i can watch english subtitles i have no problem like i know when brian was on we said Rony kenshin's live right. action subtitles it's fine with me but DBZ, I'm I'm kind of I don't want to say purist, but I just I just need the voices. I'm just gonna be patient. Mm-hmm. I, I made it this long, and yeah. it, I know it continues after the Boo Saga, so it's not like after GT. It's like right when everyone's strong as shit. And so let me try this because just like you know you just like I'm up there with the the video games, and you're you love them, but you don't play them as much as yeah. I do because just because frankly I'm a nerd. Mm-hmm. Um, with Dragon Ball, I really like Dragon Ball, and it's always it's the first anime I've ever watched. It's the reason I love Yu Yu Hakusho and Attack on Titan uh, and Pokemon even, right? Like those animes are what I like to watch because of DBZ, because you let me borrow the DVD back in the 90s. Quick side note, the voice of Raditz is the same guy who, vo- who voices Yusuke Urameshi. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, see, that's another great kind of tie-in. Um, but I don't – I have never seen – any I haven't I've seen so much of it, but just in bits and pieces. I haven't watched it straight through, except for up through the Android saga. So I've never seen the Boo saga, English dubbed oh, through and through. Now I've seen mostly every episode. I know all the highlights. I've seen all that stuff. I've seen the big fight, but or the fights, but I have never sat down and watched it. Now you've let me borrow it. I keep it for like a year. I give it back to you with some watch, dust on watch it. Half of it. <laughs> Not even. <laughs> There's so many filler episodes that it just kind of gets me out. But let me try this. So it starts off with Dragon Ball. Yep. Then it goes to Z. Then it Correct. goes to GT. Correct. Then it goes to Kai. Well, Kai is um, the basically DBZ shortened. Like they take out like the filler episodes. Really? Yeah. So they kind of like it shrinks it up. So obviously, so that would be more interesting to me then for for you, yeah. Because I think the original. I'm not. You know, this is right off the cuff. I think DBZ has 292 episodes, mm-hmm. and I think Kai cuts it down to like 100 and something. Like okay. they they cut it short. Now, do they keep the same actors? Do they literally no, take I, the same I, episodes I, I, or do they reanimate them? Is it the same I, episodes? I think, it's, just a, I think it's a bit – I think it's reanimated because I, I didn't watch it because I have all I'm, – I'm, I'm original. I, I keep the old – I, I keep the fillers. I think it's different voices. Don't quote me on it, but I, I don't okay. think it's everyone's the same. OK. Then I would want to just watch Z through. And then after then after GT, then it goes super. Well – Or you can't – I'm not counting movie universe at all. Well, well the, with, with kind of what they did with, with the super, they're kind of making it happen after Boo. So this is even before GT. Because GT was, I mean, yeah, it was kind of crazy. It, you know, it was a little out there. You know, to me, it wasn't, it was nowhere near as good as DBZ. So I'm kind of glad that it's it's after the Boo saga rather than after like the Baby saga or whatever in GT. Super's, Super's English dub is in good hands. It's in Funimation's hands. Um, you can't really ask for anything better just from a localization standpoint. You trust them. You know, people have their, their quarries, but you trust them at least. They're going to put a decent product out there and i'm excited about as long it. as sean schimmel's back as goku chris Farr sabbat's back as piccolo and vegeta all's right in the world right and that that 
brings us kind of, and we'll, we keep super in mind and we can keep talking about it, but it's going to bring us to our top three because the Dragon Ball universe is so expanded, so huge. There's so much going on within it. Um, we decided to do top three Dragon Ball sagas, but I don't know enough sagas. I've seen five or six sagas. I'm not up to it. So Sam has agreed to let me just go with my three favorite things about the Dragon Ball universe. It could be whatever tie-in. As crazy shows, movies, whatever. As, as, and I'm going to make it crazy because I have my three, but they're out there, and I'm pulling here. So let's start with Sam. He'll, he'll go into his three sagas. I'm going to go three favorite things about G- Dragon Ball and what it's kind of done for me as a fan <coughs> throughout my time watching. So, yeah, I, I just kept mine with sagas. Just Obviously, I've seen every episode. So number three, I went with the Frieza saga. I mean, it was the, ori- Classic. I mean, it's the original kind of... You know, I, I could have said Ginyu Force. Like, I like the whole build up to to the Frieza, his first form, second form, third, whatever his final. Um, just, just you know, it was the first time we actually get to see, you know, Goku go Super Saiyan after you know, Krillin dies. What else is new? Um, <laughs> yeah, for the first of many, oh, easily. And you know, just the whole thing. You know, Zarbon's in it when you eat. Zarbon's so funny. He's, he's actually one of my favorite the, characters. The old metrosexual of Zarbon. And you know, when he, he, he f's up Vegeta the first time, then eventually Vegeta comes back because after Saiyan's fight, they get stronger and he gets annihilated coming back. I just thought the whole arc was awesome from beginning to end. Um, you know, we have Vegeta, or Vegeta Goku holding up Spirit Bomb for days on end. I mean, that's the stuff I, I miss from watching Toonami when it came on at 5 and 5. Tsunami. 5 and 5.30, it yeah. came on. I was glued in front of my TV set. So I had to go with the classic, the Frieza saga. And that's awesome. And my so uh, I'm not going to talk sagas, and I'm barely going to talk anime. Uh, my number three would be the YouTuber CinemaSins. If you don't know what that is, you're under a rock, but look it up. They do everything wrong with, and they do a bunch of movies. Well, they did a collab with, I believe it was Screen Junkies. They did a collab with them, or maybe it was Team Four Star. I can't remember. With everything wrong with Dragon Ball Evolution. Just the fact that Dragon Ball Evolution exists, as bad as it is, because Sam, you know my affinity for bad movies. I love bad movies. And Dragon Ball Evolution clearly fits that bill. That movie's a piece of shit. No, it, it sucks. It sucks so bad. Okay, I wanted to like it so much, you know. But, I mean, our boys in Jimmy Steve from Shameless. I mean, Rossum's in it. Oh. And it just the whole, I mean, <sighs> I think every DBZ fan was so disappointed <laughs> to see it. I mean, <sighs> James Marsters from Buffy the Vampire Slayer is Piccolo. So a white guy is playing, a, a, a white British guy is playing a green alien. Well, hold on, a Nam, a Namekian. Hey, go. Hey, you got it, brother. And it, you know, just the way Piccolo looked. I mean, it, the, the isn't isn't hold on, isn't Goku? It's Jimmy Steve. It's Goku. Yeah. Um, he's white, but isn't the grandfather? Isn't go? Is it Go Ten? No, it's not Go Ten. That's Street Fighter. Who well, is Go Ten's actually one of his sons? Oh, okay. Who is the grandfather? Um, Gohan. Or are you talking about Master Roshi? That's it, Master Roshi, who is Asian in the movie. Yeah, and he has a white grandkid. I just wanted to point that out. Well, in, in in the show, he's kind of like a. I don't know. I guess he. I guess you could say he, maybe he's, he's Asian. He's, he's bald. Totally. He's the, he's the turtle hermit. You yeah, know. He's I totally. Mean, I mean, it, it, he was kind of funny, but it was so over the top. You know, it's it, it's everything tough. about that movie was over but, the top. But I I bought it for four bucks. <laughs> On Amazon. Oh, come on, of course. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta pick that up. I, it's such a bad movie, and I've seen it so many times, but I don't own it, and it's one of the bad movies I don't own. I need to get. I on just kind of accept it. Like, all right, it's, this isn't good at you all. You just, you're just a collector of Dragon Ball. You're I have, just a fan, yeah, so you gotta. I have every Dragon Ball 
you know, DBZ, GT, all the movies I do got. Do you have any, that. like, I know you're a statue guy, or do you have any Dragon no, Ball statues? No, I don't have anything. Any replica Dragon Balls or anything like that? Nope. Six of them or seven? Six. Seven. Seven balls? Damn, that was six. Oh, you're no. close. Leads to my number two. It was tough. It was almost my number one, but I went with the Boo Saga. Oh. Just from the whole, just the whole, like, again, the whole build-up. Gets me excited. It starts with the World Tournament. You know, Gohan goes Super Saiyan 2. He gets his power drained, flies it back to power up Boo. Goku and Vegeta basically almost kill each other. Then all the power they lose, it stores up Boo. He comes back. You finally get to see my favorite Super Saiyan form of Goku, Super Saiyan 3. God is damn. that the blonde? No, that's when he gets... Oh, no, not the blonde. He I'm loses sorry. His eye, the, he loses his the, eyebrows the, and his yeah, hair is super the, long. The, the super long hair. Does he have a tail? No, that's Super Saiyan 4. Okay. But when he's three, I, I just I think that's... blonde hair. That's clearly Super Saiyan 1. <laughs> but, I mean, they're all, they're all blonde, technically. They're all golden hair, you right, know what I mean? Right, But Super Saiyan 3 has always been my favorite. You know, to see him fight Boo like that, I thought that was awesome. And you kind of, like... Is it... Was it Majin Boo? Yeah, it's Majin Boo. Then there's, you know... Kid Boo. Then there's Kid. There's no Kid Boo's last. It's like Evil Boo. Then Super Boo. Which one's the fattest one? I would just say that's Majin Boo. Okay. So there's a whole whole different form. So almost like a like a Celt or Freeze type of deal. It's always has like a beginning, whatever. Sure. Um, but it, it, kind of near the end, the, you, you kind of see like Vegeta kind of try almost saves the day. Kind of sacrifices himself to try to kill Boo, and he kills himself, but Boo can regenerate and survives. And I just thought it, it was such a good, you know, such a good series. Or because that's a good saga, it had to be number two. Yeah, it's my favorite piece of Dragon Ball lore, and that leads me to my number two. The reason, I, like I said, I have not watched the sagas, right? I've only seen up to the Android sagas in IRL, as they say, <laughs> uh, on, on Blu-ray or DVD. But the reason I know everything that happens in there is because of Dragon Ball Z Budokai, the series of games. They were great games. And you get to play out. All the sagas basically up past. I think Boo is the final one. Yeah. Um, up through that, so everything that I needed from Dragon Ball lore to know the story, to know what happens, is all played out in the Budokai games. So just the games for Budokai for me. I mean, they they re-released one and three. They skipped two because apparently it sucked. <laughs> um, they re-released them on Xbox 360 a couple years ago. So I picked that up. I beat one. Three was okay. One kind of spoke to me because you can go through the story mode. I think three they had like a tournament style. It was okay. Um, the fighting mechanics were a little wonky. One was pretty tight. The graphics were decent, but you don't always play games for graphics. Obviously, it's more about the gameplay. So to be able to fly up that full 3D space to go and fight in and the, the annoying part, what the hell are those little green things called? The Cell Juniors? No, the little alien things that are I easy. I think they're like Sabines. Sabines? They just like kind of kill real easy. The pieces Man, of I shit. Think they're like, it's like S-A-I-B-E-N or something. Maybe. Sabine. Something I don't like know. That. Something. Those little things, you got to kill like 7,000 of those. But it's it's still a lot of fun. And it, it got me up to speed with the Dragon Ball lore. And I can follow along with the story. I know what's going on. They don't skip a beat. Um, you can... And you can play as like every you can character. Play as every character. Uh, my favorite playing as Krillin and... and uh, Kid Trunks, they're probably Kid Trunks. Yeah, right, they're good characters. Yeah, they're my two favorite characters to play as. I actually played that game in freaking years. I used to love that. Yeah. But leads to the number one, probably. I would say it's a lot of people's favorite. It's got to be the Androids. Well, the Cell <laughs> Saga. Well, I guess that was well, kind of Androids. An- exactly. Eventually, he has to absorb the Androids. Um, you know, to me, you get to see Gohan at his absolute best, Super Saiyan two, where he just absolutely f's up everything from the Cell Juniors to Cell eventually and. Eventually, at the end, he asked Goku's kind of there, you know, in in the background after he dies, and they do the Kamehameha, um, and you get to see one of my favorite Vegeta attacks, Final Flash, against when he almost kills Cell, basically obliterates half his body, then he regenerates, but 
it, it was such a, such a good series. Um, even, even the androids, when he steps on Cell's head and he's like, let go, Gohan. He's like, ah, Super Saiyan 2. Was, it, it, was, it was awesome. Hopefully, everybody out there that likes Dragon Ball knows what I'm about to say for my number one or knows what I'm talking about when I reference my number one. My number one favorite thing about Dragon Ball and it's hands down, clear as day, not even close. The reason I even give a shit. Bulma. DB- <laughs> That's every fanboy's dream. <laughs> DBZ abridged. Team Four Star. YouTube series. Un-fucking-believable. It's so funny. It's so well written. It's so well, uh, I guess, redubbed or almost uh lip red i know it's an anime so it's like easy to do but the way they and it's not the same voice actors it's, it's no it's not different. but it's so funny the vegeta I, I almost because i've watched so much abridged and i watched it more than the actual show when i watch the actual show i want the abridged actors in there goku is like dumb as a bag of rocks oh, they make geez. him have to be stupid as hell and it's so funny uh he talks about he's like thinks that his ship runs on muffins um, it's really funny. Vegeta's wearing that pink shirt and, and like he, you see him off camera, like break Krillin's neck. Cause he makes a joke about the shirt or whatever. It's so, so funny. Um, they're up to episode in the fifties, I think maybe 58, 59. They might've even hit 60. I stopped, not stopped. The last episode I watched was at the very end of the Android saga. So they're going through. So, so they started from like Raditz. They started stuff. from okay. episode one and they kept going. And they're still going. They they do one every couple months because it does take a long oh, time sure. um, to do the dubbing, to do the voice acting, to write the script. They do it all. Um, so when they're finished, they'll all be 70 ready to retire. Well, they all do. They do the movies, too. So they've done the Broly story. They've done the Revenge of Cooler. They've done – they didn't do the newest one with the bunny thing. Boris? <laughs> we'll, we'll accept that, guys. Boris, right? <laughs> yeah, Lord Boris. Yeah. Um, I was just thinking the bunny was German. That's all. Um, he might be. And it's so well written, so funny, so well timed. And it comes out every couple months just at a time when you need more. Like you watch it. They're, you know, seven to 15 minutes long. They're not very long. So it's really good. But they get the entire story fit in. They don't miss any detail. So they find funny ways to throw it in there where you would get more references than oh. I do. Well, because I've seen all the long, drawn-out episodes. But I still can follow the entire plot through them. So it's really funny. I highly suggest you go on Team Four Stars YouTube to check those out. They got every episode you can watch all the way through, plus all the movies. So funny. Check it out. I might have to watch one just to see, you know, when we're done When when we are done here, I will put on, because my favorite is the Genu Force, because they make them out to be what you would think. if If you put the actual anime on mute and you voiced... Again, you force yourself. You would, they're very stereotypical, yeah. you know, and they do it to a T. And, and I love the Ginyu Force. I thought they're you hilarious. Just, well, we have to put on 10 minutes. Yeah, so it's it. really, really funny. Check but we'll transition off of uh, DBZ. We did a lot of Dragon Ball talk uh, into The Walking Dead, which is, you know, the most logical it, place to go. I don't know what else you would do. So the problem with our show that releases on Saturdays and sometimes Sunday mornings. The problem with it is, well, Sunday night is when the next episode of The Walking Dead hits. So we were almost, you know, six days after what happened with Negan. We're six days after what happened in episode two. The reason I like that, though, is because it gives people enough time to watch the episode and think about it before we come in with our analysis. Episode two, a complete shift from episode one, very Carol and Morgan heavy. But we also met a very mm, exciting character. King Ezekiel, as he likes to be. King Ezekiel has been introduced into The Walking Dead and his fucking tiger. 
awesome. I mean, I mean his tiger was looks good too. Oh, the it, CG looks good. It looks awesome. I no, it's not. It's not a real tiger. It's, no, it's okay. CG. Okay. I, 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 Do I would, you think the dragons from Game of Thrones are real too? I always thought. You know, but I, I mean, just just the fact that to even think about something like that, I was just to have a tiger, just to see how he had the, how he well, eventually when he tells this story of how he came to be and have the tiger, that basically he's being I don't know, I want to say false prophet. I mean, that's the whole point, though. Yeah, the, the apple, you know, the whole Adam and yeah. Eve kind of thing. That that it's very, it's got a very religious tone to it. You know, Carol gets wheeled into the thing, and it has his quote on the wall behind them. I just love how she just called him out like yeah. on his shit. And I was yeah. like, she ahead, looked Carol. like she was on fucking perks that episode. She, well, she just looked like she's like, like she just wanted like she's like, like, like she said, I got to get out of here. Yeah, she's spaced. You know, I, I did like what they did. It was a very laid back episode. Some called it boring, and those are the fucking people that I can't stand. It's the fucking no, people no, that think Breaking Bad is slow. It is. Get over it. They're trying to tell a story. It's not nonstop action. This show is not an action show. It, it's just from coming from I guess the Negan from that to this. It's it, it, like you said. It, it was a different shift, but right. it, it, and it, it needed it, it. It needed to be there. I mean, obviously, you know, they're going like, to hit Negan no, in episode three. No, like me and everyone else, we wanted to see Negan, but give us a little break, then come back when we get him for you know episode three. We're gonna be like, ah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they're they're doing it exactly the right way with pulling the strings of oh, you want it, you want it, you want it. Uh, I'm gonna no, you're not going to get it, but you'll get it in three, and that's the and that's fine. It needed the tonal shift after all the crazy stuff that happened. Are you really going to do something else? Nothing's going to tell I would say nothing, even if, if Rick dies. This was like a funny episode to it, right? It introduced a couple characters, the the little brooding, little long-haired dude yeah. and the fat Asian guy, which was hilarious. And he was like, deuces. <laughs> really good characters. And it, it brought together kind of, it, you know, a complete, like I said, tonal shift in, in what The Walking Dead represents. And it needed it. And I've been on record of saying that that show is boring as shit and I'm totally over it, this, that, and the other. But I told you, I'm back because of Negan, and I and I love how slow of a burn Breaking Bad can be, and I love how slow of a burn Game of Thrones can be because I love storytelling. When Carl and Michonne are eating cereal, that's not storytelling; that's filler. Yeah. This at least was storytelling. The way Carol thought the Walkers were real people coming after her, but then she would blink again and they'd be Walkers. Again. It was really well done, and you get in the psyche of how just effed up she is after all the things that happened to her. I mean, you can only imagine if you've seen half the shit they did. I would be so effed up. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. So this episode coming up on Sunday night, they're again, they're going to bring back Negan into it. You guys are going to be satisfied, but just like let it go a little bit. Would you really have wanted to see another major character death or even minor character death I mean, after all the shit we've seen? It's coming. But, uh, it's gonna be he, there. It's he, not like Negan's never gonna kill oh, anyone. He's he's, he's he's definitely coming back. But it's it's not like um, people didn't watch the episode. There's still like 17 million people watching it live, and that's not saying what people are watching DVR or you know if they're you know, downloading online. Like this is like the number one watch show. It's just like Big Bang Theory numbers. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Yeah, it is. You know it it's bringing in it's decreasing, but it's bringing in you know record number of watchers. AMC had you know Mad Men. This and Breaking Bad to just kind of live off forever. But no, but this and Better Call Saul now. This and, show can probably literally run forever. Yeah, it can. It got renewed for season eight already, yeah. and it can it can it can go forever. I'm thinking about it, and you said it last week. I was re-listening to our podcast, and you said after Glenn's death, Coral and Rick are the only two left from the original group, and I think you're correct. I'm like I'm like running my brain through it all. I can't think of anybody else. Like him and then I know Michonne came a little bit. Michonne came later. later. Maggie came after the farm in season two. Michonne came in season two. 
Um, maybe even three. Michonne might even been after I, the farm. I, I had a question. Actually, someone Michonne had, was after the farm, after so, Andrea escaped. Someone actually asked me the question, like, where's Judith? And I, 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 I stopped and thought, and I'm like, where the hell is she? And I'm like, did, did Negan take her? I don't, I don't in remember. In the trailer? I don't remember. When he drug Rick into the trailer, was she in there? But I don't remember him holding a baby. I, I don't remember if he said here before they went on this trip, if he gave the baby off to watch for someone. I, I honestly don't remember. I can't think where Judith is. I mean, I've been racking my brain. I can't think. I'm still wondering. You know, I understand Judith and the and and the reason for Judith and the. I just wonder what the payoff's going to be on the show for her. Well, well I mean, I, I, you help. Yeah, you know, I do. the yep. comics. Um, yep. but maybe just by not mentioning, I don't. I don't, I don't know what, what what their idea is. You know, yeah. that's the thing. You have a baby, and it's a lot easier to do that in a comic where you can let her go for panels at a time, and nobody really remembers because it's paneled, and you read it, and this, that, and the other, and you can kind of come back to it on a show. When you're so used to it's, seeing her, it's, it's now like someone says, like, oh, like, oh shit, where is Judith? Yeah, that's a good call out. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to, to jump back into it. Like I said, I'm back. I'll watch it on my Mondays after after work, before Monday football or yeah, hockey Shane, or whatever. Shameless is still first. Shameless is always going to be first. Emmy Rossum is my bae, my, my, my spirit animal. Shout out to Ash. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a quick call to King Ross, whatculturewrestling.com. Ruru, my bae, my spirit animal, my everything. Um, but... To make another complete change, because you know that's how we do things, we go very linear. Uh, we're going to go to The Simpsons. So from <laughs> Dragon Ball Z to The Walking Dead, back to another animated show, The Simpsons. Can you believe this? The Simpsons has been renewed for season 30. 29 and 30. That's well, through season 30. Older than me. Um, but me too, you like, son of a bitch. I don't know how I feel about this. But it, it, that's absolutely amazing. I cannot believe. Shout out to Matt, Matt Groening and his team. I just wish that Futurama. Futurama. Futurama uh, kept uh, going pissed. out because that's to me. Well, uh, I like it had like fourteen runs. It's it's dead now. And no, but, gone. No, Thank but you. even even when you said that Family Guy would never come back, Futurama never come back. They both came back. You son of a Fuck bitch, Family Guy. <laughs> Yo, you bite your tongue. Futurama's. You know how I feel about that show. It's one of the best shows of all time. It's so smart, but it needed to go away. But and, do the Simpsons? And, and do the Simpsons need to go away? Because I mean, South Park's running strong on, they got what did they just get season twenty through season twenty three or something like that renewed. So I mean, or maybe twenty four. I mean, it's not. I mean, the, I, I mean, I, there's no way I still watch The Simpsons. I stopped years ago. How crazy is it that The Simpsons are only a few years older than South Park? When you think about it, where we were in our lives, it feels like The Simpsons are much much older than South Park. But South Park, I think, was ninety seven. I, I mean, if you go back and you watch like um, the old. It's like the first season of Simpsons and where, oh, the, animation where the drawing started and now where they're at now. It's like night and day. It's, oh, yeah. it's amazing. And, yeah. and considering that after this season, that would mark the 669th episode of Simpsons, which would make it the longest running scripted television television show beating Gunsmoke, which has 635 episodes. I'm glad you said scripted because nothing will ever beat Monday Night Raw. Oh, that'll probably go on for. Do you think it's time to put them to bed, though? Simpsons? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, I but, haven't watched a Sims, Simpsons episode live on a Sunday night for ten years at least. No, and, and, and same here. So for me to say that is like, are, are the shows, are the episodes even still funny? I don't that's know. The, well, that's the thing. I read the review. I usually I'll DVR it every every Sunday if I feel like watching it. I do. If not, I delete it. I'll read the review on Monday, see how it was. I do a spoiler free review every Monday to see how it goes, and I'll try to watch the episode. My favorite run of Simpsons episodes are the Treehouse of Horrors. And they're just not funny yeah, or scary they're, anymore. They're just dumb. They're really dumb. I think the last one I seen which was years ago is what the the Raven. 
Okay. And that was, Jesus, that was like 15 years ago, if not more. There's some really good, like the Groundskeeper Willie murder episode, the one with Barton, the Simpsons go into 3D. There's a really good. Even even that the crossover with Family Guy. Which I thought that was, I thought that was, that was okay. I thought that was pretty funny. That was okay. Was that two years ago? Yeah. Okay. Hey, um, I, hey, as long as I laugh, right, I'm happy. Right. And the Simpsons for me, my favorite, it caps for me at season 12. Season 12 was after that, I, I was kind of done. Um, but the first 12 seasons, well, probably season 2 through 12, that's golden Simpsons. That's the funny stuff. That's the best episodes. That's where all the catchphrases originate and come from. That's where the cast of characters you beloved come from. And it's got all the quotables uh, out there. That's the golden years of Simpsons for me is seasons 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, and 12. I mean, I mean the other what? 13 through 28 I will probably never watch again? Well, FX does like or FXX maybe they do like Simpsons marathons of the every F- episode through. which isn't that's, crazy that's insane and it plays twenty four seven yeah it's crazy it's the AGDQ of of Simpsons <laughs> switching up to movies I had it buried but I don't know why we're gonna bring it up to the top you just saw the most anticipated movie in the, the for the past few months of us Marvel coming out with another movie Doctor Strange let's get into it spoiler free impressions review it's all you oh I'm ruining everybody I'm telling everything I said no it was. Does Negan make an appearance? <laughs> he does show up. He does have a cameo. Now, but so me and my buddy Dom went, who I actually met on Instagram. If shout out if you're Dominator if, Comics. Dominator, if you're if you guys want to buy a comic book, anything, check out Dominator Comics. He always has stuff for sale. Good guy over there. But we went, saw an IMAX 3D. Greg, I've never seen an IMAX 3D movie like this. This was like I know everyone says Avatar is you know one of the best 3Ds. This was absolutely insane. I was my mind was blown. There's stuff going on. I mean, is it too much? I, I almost thought it was too much, but like in a great way. Like to me, the movie was freaking awesome. I mean, it was only an uh, what is it? it was a little less than two hours. Sam saying something comic book related was awesome. Never would have guessed. <laughs> what else is new? Iron Man three, no, which I didn't like. You know that. <laughs> so, but. I'll tell you what, Mads Mikkelsen, mm-hmm. who's the bad guy, who was the bad guy in Casino Royale, which is still my favorite James Bond movie, by the way. Probably agree, he, yeah. He was absolutely awesome. He just plays a villain so well, mm-hmm. and the special effects were freaking awesome. Cumber, Cumberbatch. How was Benedict Cumberbatch? Cumberbatch, he was freaking awesome. I mean, of course he was. He hides his accent. You cannot, fr- I mean, how did the, all these freaking people... The British guys, even like Andrew Lincoln, Walking Dead, they hide their accents so freaking good. I can't Andrew Garfield it. for Spider Man. Yeah, and and they hide it like it's 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 insane. Like I, I that's like a job in its own. And Millie Bobby Brown in Eleven because she had a lot of lines in Stranger Things, and, and she's a strong accent. She too. Did, yes, she is, but she has a lot. She says a lot of words. <laughs> and I know a lot of people were a little upset about uh, Tilda Swinton as the ancient one. She kind of blew me out of the water. I was not expecting kind of the bad assery that she displayed. The ratitude. Dude, I'm telling Greg, you're going to see this. You're going to be like, what am I watching? I just hope you actually see it in IMAX 3D. If not, you see the TV two feet from us? That's where I'm going to see it. But if you need 3D, you come over to my house. I no problem. I'll set you up in the basement. That's no problem. Don't don't ever say that to me again. I don't want anywhere near your basement, you <laughs> fucking murderer. I'll, I'll tell you what. The, his cloak, the cloak of levitation, was awesome. I find I found myself laughing quite a few times during talk? this movie. Yeah, Greg, it talks. <laughs> but <laughs> Rachel, Rachel McAdams was great in it. Oh. You know, she, she was great. I mean. And she's still beautiful. Oh, always. Oh, she, she ain't going nowhere. Good luck. And, and, you know, yes, she's a bird, blah, blah, blah. Notebook, shout out. Um, 
I so so when I just no book shout out. Who has ever two males doing a podcast have never said no book shout out. <laughs> so when I checked last night, the movie had a hundred and sixty five million dollar budget. Brokeback Mountain shout out. It well that was just weird. <laughs> They already made 133 million, and that's from yesterday. That's I mean, Jesus Christ, it was out not even a full day. Um, Rotten Tomatoes has got a 90 percent, you know, give or take. Whether you feel whatever, you know, whatever you feel about Rotten Tomatoes, the movie was. I Marvel. I don't care for tomatoes. Marvel is still. I like ketchup. Marvel is, is is killing it in the game. Obviously, Stanley makes an appearance, but I'm going to say They've this. They've filmed his next, like, four cameos. Exactly. I'm going to say this because I noticed it right away. Dom didn't notice until I said something. But when he's on the – he's on a bus. It's not really a spoiler, but he's holding a book, and it's called The Doors of Perception by Adelix ah, Huxley. I actually read it and owned the book, but that's where my favorite band, The Doors, Jim Morrison, got the name The Doors of Perception. The Doors. And I'll just say this. My boss's old name is Huxley. Yeah. Oh, come on. Maybe the relation. <laughs> I'll now, ask him. Now, I'll, now I'll, there's all I'm going to I don't know if it's, I guess it's a spoiler. There's always a cameo in Doctor Strange. I will say there is. And I'm just going to leave Were it. either one of us right? Should oh, I, that would be a spoiler. I, that I would be a spoiler. That? No, no, Because no, no, all I have it. to do is okay. go exactly. back to the so, episode to we'll, hear who we said. So we'll wait till next week. Pissed. Next week. Pissed. We'll reveal. Hopefully I've seen it by then. He or she was in it. <gasps> so he got you. Switching up from Marvel to DC, we got a bunch of DC, DC stuff to talk about. Three different things, as a matter of fact. Uh, four different four different DC things. Um, we'll start with, before we get into trailers, there's two pieces of news, then we'll drop a couple trailers in there. Uh, the director, just like Deadpool last week in Marvel Land, the director for the Flash movie has also jumped ship. Rick, I apologize for butchering your last name. Fafamo Wea. Let's see that. Good luck reading my handwriting. Where are we at? Right here. Famuia, F A M U Y I W A. Yeah, it's about right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I mean, obviously, he left on positive terms because he kind of, you know, his was quote it a mutual separation. It was because one of his quotes I kind of wrote it down real quick is I wish Warner Brothers, DC, John Berg, Jeff Johns, and Ezra Miller all the best as they continue the journey into the Speed Force, which I thought was a nice little quote. Um, they just kind of had creative differences with the studio, which something you know sometimes it happens. Um, Are you sure that's still good footing though? Josh Huff from the Philadelphia Eagles just got arrested on the Wall Whitman Bridge for having a gun and pot. And when the Eagles cut him, they said, "We wish him the best and well wishes in his future endeavors." Like that's just the the right thing to do. You know what I mean? You wish amicable. Well, you no, wanna, well number one, you, you know, especially you don't want to have bad blood with Warner Brothers, who is you know a multi billion dollar company. The Eagles are not; they're a billion no, no, dollar oh, franchise. Of course, but you know, you know, Philly, we have a, a little bit of class that you know we'll, <laughs> oh, do we'll we? kick All him out, we'll kick him out the door, and wish <laughs> him wish him his best. <laughs> they should never have fucking but brought a gun on him. On a side note, Huff was a jackass, and yeah, don't bring a gun true. to the field. That's, that's in the goddamn contract. Contract. So <laughs> grow up. But besides that, yeah. So I just hope you know we get you know that that director. Last week we talked about the director. Hopefully from you know, one of the directors of John Wick. Hopefully maybe he joins. If yeah. not, I'm sure they'll announce something soon. I'm. I told you before, and this gets me even less excited for it. Anytime there's a directorial shift or a you know a script rewrite, aka well, apparently there's a rumor about Batman, the Batman movie with a script issue. That, that worries me. It worries me. I'm not worried one I'm, bit. I'm a little worried because you know I'm not high on this movie to begin with. I don't. And you know I, I don't like that kid. For I don't movie. like that kid. He tries to be too damn funny. He's being. He's trying to be Spider Man from a comedic standpoint. He's the hero. Oh, here comes a Marvel fanboy. He's the, fan he's the boy. teen hero. Here I'm he not goes. a fanboy. I like DC and Marvel. I just prefer Marvel. 
That's it. I don't love either one. I don't give a shit about comics like you do. Okay, okay. I love them, but just not like you. Okay. You're on a different level than That's me. That's fine. That's it. I don't care for that kid trying to be that Justice League trailer still eats at my crawl. I, I hope that he blow. I hope I hope he blows you out of the wood. I, really I hope. I, me too. I, I would love that. I love watching I a good film. Like, I love him. He was great. But he's not going to be. Tom Holland's going to be great. Andrew Lincoln was actually, I'm sorry, Andrew Garfield was actually pretty good. That Those movies get a lot of flack, but he was actually pretty good. No, he was good, but the second movie wasn't The second movie wasn't was garbage. Good, wasn't, it was, wasn't good. It was hot trash, but I, and I sorry, understand Jamie that. Sorry, Jamie Foxx. Yeah, and I totally understand that. Electro, you done fucked up. When you, <laughs> when you have the rhino as a car, he's not a fucking Transformer, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> but I, and I get it. I understand it. And I don't. And I do have a preference for Marvel over DC. I'm not, you know, just like you have a pre- a DC preference over Marvel. There's no dispute there, but I am not excited about those jokes. That comedy didn't hit for me. Um, he's kind of just annoying as opposed to somebody I want to root for. And now when you have a di- directorial shift, I'd like to see who it goes to, but it doesn't get me even more excited. I'm not going to run to the theater now and say, oh, take my money. I'll totally wait. And yeah. that'll be a day one buy on Blu-ray, but I'll totally wait I mean, for they, they already have my money, I think. I mean, all that's Marvel and DC. Every film coming to Friday, I'll just shut up and take my money. Absolutely. Uh, let's go into uh, another quick piece of news. Steppenwolf for the Justice League has been cast. And I don't know his actual name because it's long and difficult, oh, but it's no. Mance Radar from uh, Game of Thrones. I'll butcher his name, too. Um Kieran Hindi? <laughs> Kira Knightley? I don't know. I don't, God knows. It's probably way right. off. I'm going to go into our pocket. Real quick, I'm telling you, it's that that's his name, but it's pronounced probably way differently. I mean, if you watch the HBO show Rome, he played Julius Caesar. He did a pretty good job. Syrian, Syrian. What did you say? I don't know. Maybe Syran, but yeah, I'm it's, it's some, Syran, yeah. Syran rap. Syrian Hines, yeah, Syrian Hines. I guess Hines, I would say Syrian okay. Hines. That would be my guess. Formerly known as Mance Radar, or known to many fans as Mance Radar at Game of Thrones and Aberforth Dumbledore in Harry Potter. And the Deathly Hallows Part, part two. 2. Yeah. See, I only, I'm surprised they didn't even shout out Rome because that went for two seasons. That was a pretty good show. <laughs> it went for two whole seasons. You know, it was, it was an expensive show. <laughs> I love your analysis. Oh, it was a show that got canceled after two seasons, but let's go. It was it just out. an expensive show. You know, it was like almost like, I, I, don't, I almost want to say Game of Thrones level, but it didn't have the, obviously, the hype that Game of Thrones does. But not bad. Even, you know, Steph Wolf's going to probably be all be motion captured and. So you won't even see the guy's face because if you watch the like ex- like uh, the circus Andy Circus for the Planet of the Apes, I, I, I'd imagine I'm pumped for that third one. By the way, War of the Planet Trailer of the Apes. looks awesome. Yeah, it looks really good. I mean, if you if you saw the um the full edition of Bat- Dawn of Justice Batman Superman, you see you get a glimpse of what uh, Seth Wolf actually looks like. I have it somewhere. It's the Some, I, I don't know. I didn't finish it because it sucks. Somewhere collecting dust. <laughs> it's uh. <laughs> um, hold on, we'll find it no, right here live on there. the show. He's, he's lying. All him. he's pointing at the grassy. Where, where did it go? Oh, gone. See ya. That's my superhero collection. No, wait. Yeah, no, that way. It's not there. I only see Civil War and Turtles, Avengers, Guardians, Captain, Ant-Man, it, it probably fell. It probably fell. Yeah, it fell in the back. It's it's just... Yeah, because I got the grassy and Cabin of the Woods. Wow. Yeah. You, you, you Leading the front. <laughs> you hawk a show. I finally got the first season of Spartacus back from my brother-in-law. Do you watch it? He watched oh, it. Oh, did yeah, he? Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So switching over to a couple trailers that came out. Both in the DC landscape. We'll start with the funny one, then we'll get into the big one. Lego Batman movie trailer drops, and it's really funny. And Will Arnett is really good voice of Batman. Hilarious as Batman. I I was cracking up during this trailer. I mean, I I, I didn't realize you, you was, like something Batman, huh? Well, surprise there. 
I mean, I'm surprised this is trailer number four. I don't remember watching any of the trailers before. How funny would it be if they just called it trailer number four, but it's trailer number one? It's, it, it could be the first full trailer because I know maybe. they only had like little snippets like teases, of before. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, you have you know Michael Sarah as Robin. I think that's that's really funny. I didn't know that. I couldn't pick that up. I heard it. I was trailer. like, I didn't. I didn't pick it up. That's good. Zach Galifianakis is Joker. That's a good call out by that's you. That's pretty yeah. funny. Um, Je- uh, what's her name? Jenny Slater as Harley Quinn. I, I'm not really too familiar with her. Mariah Carey is the mayor of Gotham, which is embarrassing. Who's, um, who's uh, Ralph Fiennes? Gordon. Who's something? Gordon. The James Barbara Gordon. Gordon. No, Barbara. Barbara. That's Rosario Dawson. Oh, nice. So she's mixing up with a little with Marvel nice. over there in the yeah. Netflix land. Now she's coming over a little DC. Why not? Nice. Get well, Will Arnett's doing a little DC and a little Turtles, baby. Well, well if you, I don't know if you were, well, you, I know you didn't read the comic, but they did the crossover. Of, turtles? Of course I did. When when Batman meets the Turtles. Yeah, of course this, I did. Oh, you, you, run, you read the, six, the sixth issue? Oh, it was nice. It was actually pretty good. I liked it. I, I'll read Turtles. I just don't like Batman as much as you do. That's all. Oh, 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 come on. It's Batman. Anyway, it comes out February 10th, 2017. Didn't we do our top DC people already? Top three? Yeah, we did. We yeah. did. Yeah, because Batman's number one, of course. Yeah, of course. But yeah, it looks great. Everyone check it out. You know, I, I think, you know, and it's the director. It's Chris McKay. I was wondering if he had any relation to Adam McKay, but I don't know. But it's his first direct, directorial debut. So looking forward to it. Yeah, it looks funny. I'm, I'm excited about it uh, just because it's a it's a fresh take on something that we've seen a million iterations of and we're going to get a million more with Affleck's The Batman coming out. So for that to kind of break up the monotony of The Dark Knight and, the, and this Affleck's Batman, it's a nice break from the norm. It's a completely different universe. It's Lego. So you know it's going to be have that kind of... Like the uh, Lego the movie light, feel Right, that very light feel to it. But it also kind of has the adult humor in it. The Joker looks amazing in it and he's got those vicious teeth. Yeah. It's, it's, it's good, wholesome fun. I'm super pumped about that. Um, um, real quick, I didn't have it in my rundown. I think you sent me a picture of it. Did that old school Batman with Adam West come out? It did. It is sitting. It is my next movie to watch. You haven't watched it yet. I haven't watched it yet. So okay. ne- next week, I so promise next week you guys, we'll do it. I will have it. I'll have What's it that called again? The Cape Crusader or something? I think it's the Return of the Cape Crusader. Something like that. You would send me a picture of it the other day with like Boom or Oh yeah, God yeah. or something. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck do I care about this? And then I realized what it was. I didn't remember that that, that, that it was, was happening. Burt Ward. And yeah. then I remember. I was like, "Is that the we talked about the, like episode one?" It was like Amazon had for like seventeen bucks. I had to get it. Oh yeah, absolutely. I just need to know how it is because I want to watch that really bad. I've, I've heard you know I listened to a few podcasts that you know said a few things about it. Um, they said that it was like it was it was okay. It wasn't like, oh, sure. Oh it's God, all you best, can expect. Best movie ever. Yeah, but I think again, I, killing joke sucks. So, if I'm, if I'm I not, have that too, where the hell's that? Yeah, I saw that as I was over here. Is it over there? Yeah, it's right there. Um, oh yeah, never watching it again. I think what we said was it was okay, um, and I think that I also heard that they're already trying to make a sequel with that. So as long as because I know get them before they croak. Because I knew Fathom had it in <laughs> in theaters for a day. It didn't make as much money as the Killing Joke, but it made a couple shows. Right, because you, it's Adam West and you know exactly, Bart Ward yeah, yeah. and you know Newmar. It probably whatever, drew in some fans from the '60s show if they're still alive. Maybe I'm not kidding. They're probably in their fifties right now. If you're well, a kid and you like Batman in the '60s. That's 50 years ago, crazy enough, by the way. Yeah, I know. 56 years ago, 1960. Um, but you're right, good for them for so staying probably alive in their this 60s long, or you know? 70s. Or 50s or 60s, I mean, those people that, that originally that show. And, and it's only like know. a little over an hour. It's I'm sure they don't even know about it. I'm sure a lot of original Batman fans oh, have sure. no idea this is even a thing. Yeah, I'm sure. Why not? And uh, I had to get it as since I've seen every goddamn movie that came right. out. So just I just wanted to bring that up as a sidebar because I com- completely forgot. But uh, the big trailer that dropped this week. Drum roll? No, I'm not going to no, bang the no, table. No, not, we learned from our first. first I'm not going to bang the table. The Killer Croc solo movie. Oh, my. Can't wait. Oh, Jesus. A.K.A. Wait, Wonder Woman. Oh. 
But yeah, Wonder Woman. Holy crap, dude. This movie looks awesome. I can't, I can't looks wait. Good. It looks like a female Captain America, as everybody else will say. No, see, I'm kidding. <laughs> just want to see if you would call me Marvel no, again. I, I, didn't. I was actually kidding. I was but it does say. have that feel. It has the old school, but now she's a different planet, not a different time. I, so it's a completely different I, thing. I like the one scene they showed, and they were like, she's, you know, Chris Pine's like, she's a good secretary. And then they shoot at her, and it deflects off her bracelet, and the, and the, and the realm like falls in his hands. He's like, ah, ah, ah. I, that just cracked me up. I can't wait to hear the... I've seen you do that now. I can't wait for a few days from now to listen to the audio version of that. <laughs> <laughs> for me to go back and think about your face when, when you did that. I mean, I, I just... It stinks that we have to wait till June 9th to yeah. say it, but I mean... It, it, I can't it believe like Captain Kirk is in this. Chris Pine? Yeah, See, I can't believe it. It's pe- like a weird transition People for me. thought that he was actually going to be Hale Jordan. I actually was kind of hoping that because Steve Trevor doesn't have any powers. You know what I mean? He kind of... I, I understand it's, it's Wonder Woman's like you know first love interest or whatever, but I, I'm sure he's going to kill the role. I, I just well, now I just want to know who who they're going to cast as Hal Jordan because I really thought it was going to be Chris Pine. Yeah, it was a fun trailer. I think you're going to get the emotion of when her mom, I would presume, is swinging down and they shoot the gun and it goes past. Well, I don't know if that was her mom. It was somebody. It was a female tribe. If it was a tribe, I don't know the female leader of the group. We'll say. Um, if it was her mom or not, whatever. But you, you know, you see that tragic event in her face, and so that's kind of her redemption arc. And she goes on the the journey. I don't know how she comes to Earth. You do that. I I don't know any of that stuff. I don't pretend to. Um, but I'm excited because as a fan of, I've never read a Wonder Woman comic or been interested in the character. So to see that come to life, just like many other people, I totally admit that, right? And a lot of other people are going to be exposed to her origin story for the first time when the movie comes out. I'm going to be one of them, and I'm completely okay with that. Speaking of that. I just realized that I talked so fast there. <laughs> You're fine. I heard you. Hold on, hold on. Last episode, when we were talking about something Pokemon related, which we're not talking about in today's show, by the way. Give it a, anything about Pokemon. Oh, yes, I do. I lied. There's, there's one little, I, there's one one little, little thing. One little teeny tiny thing. Um, we were talking about Pokemon, and we were talking about, like, I think Gengar or Scyther or something like that. I forget what it was about, but I accidentally... I was doing the dishes and I like my phone was going down, so I wanted to hit it with my elbow to bring the screen back up. Okay. And I hit the button that's that takes the speed. So we're at like oh, okay. one okay, time, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it brought it down to half time. Ooh. It sounded like we were wasted. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was like I got a scyther <laughs> and a gengar. It was that's, so that's, funny. That's funny. Just on a side note, and I, and to bring it back to Wonder Woman, I think Gal Gadot she looks like such a badass as Wonder Woman. I mean, at first, when they first cast her, I was a little, uh, like, ah, the chick from Fast and the Furious. Like, I mean, I was a little hesitation, but from the Batman, Superman, now to, to seeing this, you know, the second full trailer, I'm all in. I, I mean, the hair stood up on my on, on you know my arms. I, I thought this movie looked sick. Can't wait. Yep. I'm, I, I'll see it with you. It's, it'll be, you know. Of course. I, I, I will be surprised. There. I see this multiple times. Yeah, I'll be there with you. Um I'm going through. We have one more piece of small news before we get into the upcomings, but I was just going on my phone for the upcomings. And um, two things that I'm seeing here. Uh, Mr. Robot Star, uh, Rami Malik, who also I forgot to say. I can't find it right now. Uh, is one of the main characters from the PS4 game Until Dawn. Oh, that's cool. With Hayden Penetieri. They do all the the face capture stuff. Yeah, like I know Kevin Spacey did it for Modern Warfare. Yeah, Jon Snow yeah. Kit Harrington just did it for Call of Duty. Um, I can't find the game, but anyway, he, that's where I saw Remy Malik from. I was like, oh my god, his face looks familiar. It's Mr. Robot. He's just uh, cast to play Freddie Mercury in the Queen biopic. Wow. Oh, that's awesome. 
I'm definitely I'm, I have to see that. Yeah, have that, to. Oh, absolutely! It's a day one for me after seeing Holly Queen and just loving Queen so much. But I'm looking at the in theaters this week, and Hacksaw Ridge is getting unbelievable reviews. I, I this is another movie I, I want to see. You know, Mel Gibson again. You know, yeah. we talked about it last He's week. A great director. Seventy one on Metacritic, but an eight point eight on IMDb. Metacritic can be yeah, they're, 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 iffy. Which but, Rotten Tomatoes got it? At? I don't know. No, no, no. I could look it up, but I, I'm staying on the uh, yeah, I got you. No staying on the site. It's got higher reviews than Doctor Strange does. So it, it looks freaking awesome. Yep. Uh, so for Disney, just real quick, they hit on Disney, and this is more for Emma Watson than Disney. We finally saw uh, the first. Glimpses or images of Emma Watson as Belle. Beautiful. Oh. Absolutely beautiful. Besides Anna Kendrick, Emma Watson would be See, my... I'm not a big Anna Kendrick guy. Anna Kendrick, Emma everyone. Watson, and, and Emmy Rossum. That's it for she me. Might my top three. that list, but my just top take her completely off my list. Emma Watson... <laughs> She, I am going to see beautiful. this movie. Because even, the, even the Beast looks pretty good. Yeah, the Beast does look good. Let's talk about Emma Watson. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know that list of people's faces? Anyway... Uh, so, like, if you remember my engagement, not party, but, like, when I proposed, yeah. it was it was Beauty and the Beast themed. And that's just how it was. Yeah. So we had towels all this time and all that stuff yep, all yep. over the place. Um, our wedding, we're, we're incorporating that. I have the the glass rose right up there. Um, that's a, it's yeah, Ashley's really, favorite. Really do. Yeah, that's <laughs> Ashley's favorite uh, Disney movie of all time. Probably favorite movie of all time is Beauty and the Beast. So, obviously, that's a night one opening day oh, easy, for us. Easy. And finally... I have a movie to go see with her that she wants to see that I care about. <laughs> strictly because I want to look at Emma Watson for as long as the runtime is. <laughs> when she's not on screen, it's going to be like the Joker in Dark Knight. You just want him on screen. Same there. And that's strictly because I'm a chauvinistic pig. <laughs> there's, but, no, there's no disrespect. But, but no doubt. But Beauty and Beast, that's a classic. I mean, Absolutely. everyone and their sister at one time owned the VHS at some point. And I can't believe I'm about to say this, but hopefully you just took the last two minutes as satirical. And didn't and didn't think that we were serious by objectifying I, Emma I, Watson. I think they know we're. No, we like. I to hope so, Joke around a lot here. I, yeah, that's right. We like to have fun here. Uh, but that that looks good. I can't. I'm actually really psyched to see it. Uh, but coming soon because that doesn't come out for ages. But coming soon to theaters this week. Arrival. Billy Lynn's long halftime something or other. L. Shut in. Almost Christmas. Come in and find me. Yeah. Whatever. Nah, nope. <laughs> Not for me. Not for me. Didn't you say you wanted to see Arrival? Yeah, I don't, it was the only one I actually took note of, Arrival. Um, it's like a... I think of course, it's like though. It's a 12 huge spaceships kind of appear all around the world. and A linguist is recruited by the military to assist in translating alien communication. Yeah, like twist. Amy Adams, Jeremy Renner, Forrest Whitaker, Michael Stolberg. It looks interesting. It does. You know, it's like a little less than two hours. Yeah. I mean, 8.5 8. 8. on IMDb and an 81 on Metacritic. Well, that's good, good ratings. I mean, I may not see that in theaters because I, I want to see Hacksaw Ridge before. I still got to see the goddamn accountant because I've even, you know, my cousin saw it. You said, said it was that awesome. like 55 times. You I know. See that I, dude, it's, it's, yo, work's been, work's been tough, but we've both been working late hours. Come home, we're exhausted. We spent the first 20 minutes of the show or so talking about gaming. We talked about AGDQ, but switching it up, you usually will save the upcoming releases for kind of last on the video game segment, but there is one exception this week that we want to talk about just as a whole. And November 11th, finally... Without pre-orders, the NES Classic Edition drops, and it's it's like a the miniature replica of the NES. Yep, sixty bucks. There are I downsides. Can't I can't believe it's that cheap, though. There are downsides. 
Start with the bad first. And we'll start get with, with the bad first. Then we'll get with the good. Start with the bad first. It so, doesn't work. <laughs> it, it works apparently brilliantly. Um, it's got three different resolutions. CRT, where it gives you the fake lines across the screen, 4.3 uh, 4. or 4-3 ratio, and then uh, Pixel Perfect, which kind of condenses it down and makes it almost like HD quality. Um, I would play on 4.3 because that's what it was originally growing up, and that's kind of what we're used to. Uh, it apparently is a perfect emulator for all 30 games. Uh, runs the much better than any Wii or Wii U Virtual Console does from a, uh, from a quality standpoint. Um, but the issue is, so it's about the size of two NES controllers. Yeah, I, I saw it. Very, very, very small. But the controllers, there are no wireless controllers. Only uh, wired. And they're only two and a half feet long. That's it? About from where we are from the TV right now. So we'd have gonna, to literally. So we're going to go blind. We'd literally have to sit in front of our TV to no, watch. There's got to be some type of extension. No, there are. You okay. can get a whole bunch of different extensions. However, you can't turn off the game, reset it, or save it, or switch games, except for getting up and actually hitting the reset button. The reset button, so there's two buttons on the old NES, power and reset. They're so they using the reset it, they button. They the same. They're using the reset button as a way to get out of your current game, save the state, and pick a new game. So you literally have to get up, hit it every time you want to ch- I mean, switch a game. I mean, I that's, why that's, in my opinion, why the controls are so short. It keeps you near the console. I, I kind of uh, like that a little just because they keep it kind of old school rather than sure you, you know, sure but gamers nowadays we don't want to get up but then again <laughs> but, but we're paying 60 bucks yeah two dollars a game got it awesome i've had these i have these games already 15 so, times so, nintendo's made me buy this is now the fourth time i will be buying the mario oh, games so, so you so you are getting it why wouldn't i oh, i don't know i'm Greg. a fucking nintendo freak why wouldn't i I mean, sixty bucks. I almost want to get just you know, just yeah, almost. You're gonna get it. I mean, you know, you're gonna get that before you get your three DS. I, mean, I did. I just noted a couple games coming out. He ignored me. No, I heard. He ignored me. Why don't you just get the two DS? Do you really need the three no, D? No, I, I probably am gonna get. The, no, actually, the three DS. I think I saw on Amazon for like one forty. But why don't you get the eighty dollars two DS? You get free Mario Kart built into it, and you can buy Sun and Moon. You can get Sun and Moon and Mario Kart and the two DS for the price of just a three DS. Then maybe I'll have to look Value. At, maybe I'll have to look and get in the 2DS then. You just won't be able to play it, 3D. Is there a 2DS like XL? No, there's uh, only one 2DS and it doesn't fold. It's just one uh, flat. Kind of sucks. I like to flip. Well, you're never gonna. I don't even know why we're talking about it. <laughs> you have 13 days till Sun and Moon comes out. Okay. You ain't buying but, shit. But real quick, just I just noted a few games. Um, Mega Man 2. It's pretty sweet. Sure. Pac Man, sure. Super Mario Brothers one through three. Donkey Kong. You better say Punch Out. Punch Out, The Legend of Zelda, the Donkey Zelda, Kong, Legend of Zelda Two, Adventure Avengers of Link. That's two. So it's that's, dude, that's not not big. just just to name a few off the bat. Bubble Bobble, Balloon Fight. What else? Uh, Tecmo Bowl is on there. I mean, if you're an NES fan for sixty bucks, I think you're gonna pick it up. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the other games off the top of my head. I, I just named people I think I'm always sure would know and love and play. Yeah, we've got a bunch of oh Metroid. Metroid's on there. I can't think of the other stuff off the top of my head, but there's a whole bunch of great, games. That's great value. And for somebody like that aren't that isn't us, right? There's not, totally not dive, uh, you know, kind of in the world of Nintendo or in the world of current gaming and just kind of casually games or doesn't game at all. This brings them back. This is the nostalgia <laughs> trip that they're dying for. Definitely, it's the sun and moon going back to Gen One for Nintendo now, not just Game Freak and Pokemon Company. It's it's totally what everybody our age wants. This oh, is easily. the system we grew up easily. with. It's our first console, many of us. Oh, definitely. And speaking of games, I finally got to play Titanfall 2. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it took me a little while, but I played maybe the first half hour, 45 minutes. Um, graphics are, are freaking awesome. 
gameplay smooth. I didn't know. I, I didn't 60 notice. 60 FPS, I think. I didn't notice any lag or, you know, anything like that. Um, the first mission, basically, your boy gets skewered. Then you got to go find cells to power up his Titan and go back and, you know, killed quite a few people, you know, running off walls, jumping off the wall, stabbing, you know, cutting people's throats. It's it's pretty fun. So far, the first bit, I'm impressed. Good. And you've played how long? Maybe like half hour, 45 minutes. Good. Perfect. I mean, that's enough to get an impression just, just, of yeah, it. Just, just a little taste and, you know, I'm, I'm definitely going to get back. Just a little taste. <laughs> Coral. But yeah, very, very good. Uh, we but, said we... Okay. One, one thing I did say, that the sales were a little... A well, little, it a little light. When it's crunched between Battlefield One yep. and Call of Duty, it's tough. Infinite Warfare, you're I, I think they did even sell like half of what the yeah, first they put one themselves sold. in a tough. Well, the, the first one did come out for three. It was an Xbox One, yeah. uh, Xbox exclusive, exclusive, but it came out for one and 360. And 360 had a huge install base. Yeah. You got to remember that. Now this is multi-platform, but not the old consoles. Yeah. Only one and four. Xbox One and PS4. So, so it's. There's hopefully, because it got great, it has great positive reviews. So hopefully, maybe after fantastic after reviews. the after the reviews, maybe people will go back for it. Maybe when the price drops a little bit, you know. But I, sixty bucks. I there will be some it. sale, some flash sale on PS Store or Xbox All no- Store. We're in November. Fifty bucks. We're in November. Right, so. It'll be fifty bucks around Christmas time for like five days, and you'll go out and you'll get it, and that's fine. After you beat your Call of Duties and you're done on over that, and Battlefield One's died down, Titanfall kind of have its second wind. Uh, what have you, because anything after November, December, and January are kind of slow times for games. So this is like one of the bigger enders to yeah. kind of end out the year. Uh, obviously, Sun and Moon is, is there too. But, um, you know, I'm again, I'm not going to pick it up strictly because of the backlog I already have. Yeah. It's not because I don't want to play it. I love gears. the you got gears, that's right. it. And I love the original Titanfall, and it's a great, great universe, but I'm just, I don't want to dive in another 60 bucks into a game I'm going to play for a couple hours. Yeah, I got you. Forget I'm wrong with that. Uh, last piece of gaming news before we get into the upcomings. Um, decent. If there's no date for it yet. It's been confirmed by Niantic, but there's no real date for it. Go after they got rid of the uh, the, the Halloween event, which was the most depressing thing. Yeah, to log back on and get three candies. In the buddies, and the buddies back are ridiculous. Uh, Dragonair is five. Is he? So I switched it to Bulbasaur because go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, it's it's it, it kind of stinks that it's over now. It's it, but they there are. What I, what I think they did is they improved the nests because I'm getting a lot more pops for a lot different. I caught a horsey where I've never caught him before. And that's kind of what they, they – I read that they kind of fixed the Pidgey problem. Because yeah. at least in, in part – There are, dude. Man, Pidgeys. There is a bunch of different stuff popping up in this house that's never done before. So I'm, I'm excited about that. It makes me want to turn it on for five minutes every couple hours just to see if something quick pops and I get a quick catch. Yeah. Um, that's fine. I got my Marowak. I got my Gengar. Yep. I got, so oh, I'm happy. Okay. I'm, I'm happy with what <laughs> I got from the Halloween. I got what I wanted to get out of it. I wish I got another Bulbasaur so we can get my, and get my Ivysaur and all that stuff. But I'm fine. I got my Arcanine during that because even eggs that hatched you got double – Double candies oh, yeah. for the eggs that came out, and four eggs hatched during that time. So for me, so that was good. I got my vile plume because of it. So I'm happy. Yeah. But they're gonna do now for those people that they want to consistently have you come back and play every day. They're gonna do daily activities, daily challenges, daily events to make sure that those people that are playing come back. And that includes if you catch one thing every day for a week, you get like 2,500 experience points. If you play points. every day for the week, you get like the end of the week. It's like a big bonus or something yeah. that I read. Yeah. yeah. So you get things, and it incentivizes you for turning it on and playing every day and making a catch or, or Which is battling. smart. They, now, they should have done that from the beginning. Exactly. Now, since with the Halloween thing, they should always have something going on, keep people interested. Because if not, I think people are just slowly going to keep falling off. I'm, I'm interested to see the numbers of the player base rising during that Halloween. Halloween event and if that's what sparked them to do this or if this was already planned because I bet you that that brought them 
a lot. Well, you figure in that when it first came out that they had to keep their servers up and running, so I'm pretty sure they were busy as shit, take care of what they had to take care of. But, you know, we'll see how it goes. You know, obviously they didn't announce a date, like you said, so we'll just have to give it a little bit of time. Coming out this week, gaming-wise, outside of the NES Classic, we have Lethal VR, Eagle Fight, Sword Art Online Hollow Realization. That's going to be a popular title for some people. Uh, Trackmania VR, Small Radio's Big Televisions for PS4, uh, Robinson The Journey for PS4, um, Danger Goat, uh, Carbon Warfare for, for mobile platforms. Uh, the big one probably, though, coming out this, this week, um, on November 11th, on Friday, Dishonored 2. Big game. Yeah. Dishonored was a fantastic game, completely under the radar, completely under uh, underrated. I'm telling you, if you get it for five bucks, ten bucks somewhere, pick it up. Fantastic. Is game. it is it both systems? Yeah. Okay. Fantastic cool. game. So Dishonored Two is going to come out for Xbox One, PS4, and PC November 11th. Next week, I'm excited too. Won't really spoil it what it is, but next week there's a couple big releases that I'm hyped for. We'll get into that next week. But that's what's dropping this week in gaming. I think the biggest thing we can take out of it is Dishonored Two and then the NES Classic Edition. Oh, definitely. Uh, last quick thing we're going to talk about because it hasn't happened yet. But you were kind of upset when we first got the tickets and blah, blah, blah. But it is this Friday, November 11th in Allentown, Pennsylvania at the PPL Center where the Philadelphia – or I'm sorry, Adirond – no, sorry, Lehigh Valley Phantoms play. We're going to go see Brand New. Brand New. First time ever. For you? For for First time. Nice. So I, I wonder I, if it's Ryan's first time too. Prob- probably not. No one, no one chubs. I don't know. Um, did we see him together? I don't think. We I did. know. I only tweeted at him so far, only twice, to play some songs from your favorite weapon. I have not I gotten got a response. <laughs> I've got nothing. Shocking. I'm gonna. I want to send maybe one more because, dude, it's it, okay. Yes, the God's Raging Devil Bot. It's ten years. Okay, great. But your favorite weapon <laughs> in October. Deja's the best record they had no, anyway. No, which was great. Which you're. I probably agree with. Deja is a great record. But your favorite weapon is fi- October was fifteen years. I feel like that's impressive. I feel like that deserves at least two or three songs. At least. Because Daisy isn't their greatest. You're right. You're right. And the new record's been delayed, so they, they may play some new stuff. And if they play Nightmare, that's awesome. If they play Mayne, that's awesome. Super hyped on those two songs. They're really good. It's more it's more like your favorite weapon than anything they've released. Okay. It's well, that, that's, that's good to They're hear. up-tempo. They're hard. They're good. Uh, they don't have that emo feel to them, but they have that mature but hard kind of feel to it. It's you, really good. You know a song? I, it's off of, uh, Deja. Um, I'm really enjoying is uh, Jaws Theme Swimming. Yeah, Dude, I'm, Jaws I'm, Theme Swimming is amazing. I'm really enjoying that song. That's become like one of my favorites. They have a lot of guitar riffs that just have such a good sound. That And that's the beautiful part. Mike Forward and I did covers of brand new songs, acoustic, Deja only. Oh, that's cool. So we made that kind of... He better play some Deja songs too. Oh, they will. They have to. If not, I'll be pissed. But it's... What, what shit bands are opening for him? <laughs> I think it's the front bottoms in modern baseball. Uh, good night. Uh, modern baseball is fun. They're fun. Wake me they're, up when their brand lead singer, about to come on. Their lead singer has like a horrible voice, but in like a good way. I don't know. It's like the annoying kind of voice that you can't stop listening to. I'll be I, at the bar. You know what I'm trying to say? And I, if, no, and I the, guess. And the front bottoms, I saw open for Motion City a few years ago, and they sucked. So we'll I, see if I, they got any better. I he tried to be Tom DeLong from Blink. See, he no. had that like that like uh, that wah kind of at the end of his voice. But hopefully they matured and changed that because that was in 2010. So and I know it's actually, been six years. A lot of things can happen to a band in six years. So it's me and Chubb's going right. Yeah, yeah. Um, you guys will drive here Friday night because I just got to hop on a turnpike to get there. Yeah, it's we're a straight right turnpike. There. I almost think and I'm going to put put you on the spot on the air. I almost think it makes sense, since we're not going to be home forever, for you to just sleep here that night. We do the podcast the next morning. 
Yeah, that, that, that because I know I'll be drinking during. I like to have right. a, a the few only cocktails the only during, pro- the, during shows. <laughs> the only problem is there's no 24 hour McDonald's around the area. Well, that, McGurk, there is a Wendy's McGurk's that's late. is open. There is a Wendy's that's late too down the street. They reopened it. They did, did a little construction. Well, like Wendy's, McGurk's, I'm easy, Some, brother. Something. There's a 24 hour Wawa. If nothing else. Ugh, I know. I'm over it. I, I'm with you. Dude, I just so hear, hard. Oh, Wawa's so good. They're mac and cheese. I will throw up in the mac and cheese. <laughs> I guess, guys, come on. We live in Philly. We have, we have Wawa every day. Yeah, for it, real. It's freaking it's, lunch it's meat. It's overpriced lunch meat. It's the same shit that you, you get anywhere else. It, it, it's probably less than Deets and Watson. Come on. Grow it, up, guys. It's not, even, it's not even cut on the slicer. It's pre-sliced. Ugh. It's like Ugh. Oscar Meyer. But anyway, I can't, shout really out shoot, to Wawa. I can't really shoot on Wawa too much. <laughs> My Sunday breakfast comes exclusively from Wawa. So oh. the apple fritter. You get the apple fritter, right? You get the, the two hash brown combo. You get a little salt. fifteen packets of ketchup. <laughs> At least you get uh, zero ketchup for me there. You get the uh, bacon, egg, and cheese on a bagel for the one upstairs right now sleeping. I get the caramel latte, uh, iced caramel latte, two percent milk, twenty four ounce. Thank you very much, four forty nine. And I also get uh, they just started doing like French toast, so I get a little French toast and sausage. Then if I ever go in Wawa, it'll be too soon. <laughs> You go to Wawa every time we go to a show. Go stop at Wawa. No, honestly, dude, recently, dude, I'm telling you, Wawa is like, like it's like, unless it's last resort, nothing's open. It's all I got. This this should have been our open for the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning into the 15th episode of We Podcast and We Know Things. It's been a pleasure. It's been quite a ride. An hour and 20 minutes later, I'm ready for another episode, but we're going to have to wait till next week to bring you episode 16. So thank you so much for listening. Remember to go to We Podcast and We Know Things.com to subscribe to our Loot Crate, to go follow. Follow us on Instagram at We Podcast and We Know Things. Follow us on Facebook. Give us a like there. We'd appreciate it. And again, on Twitter at We Pod and We Know. Please drive responsibly. Yes, guys. Yes. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week. Final Flash. Final Flash.